like always getting hit by blue shells in the lead, so are the games of our lives. What? No one else? Just me? <laughs> These are the games of our lives. Super Mario and Pokemon and all the games that took us to another place and made us want to keep playing all night. These are the games of our lives. Welcome to the Games of Our Lives podcast. We hope you're having a wonderful, happy, and healthy new year. First show of 2022, and you're listening to both Bill and Tony, and uh, welcome to the show. By the way, before we uh, dive in, I just want to remind people that if you are a Spotify listener, Spotify did add a star rating system to their uh, algorithm, so if you do listen on Spotify, if you could give us a five-star review, that would be fantastic, as well as on iTunes, if you could rate us five stars. Shout out to Johnny O., who uh, left the most recent review. Thank you very much. Fan of the week. The iTunes review of the week, for sure. What did it say? You know, it said, you guys are pretty good, and uh, will you be my dad? Oh, it said that? To that we say, yes. Of course. We will be your dad. Uh, Hey, Tony, you ready to get into the news? So ready. Well, wait, 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 actually, no. Is it like, we're the same dad, or we're both... (laughs) our own we're separate father figure to him like we will be his second and third or third and fourth fathers depending on his family dynamic i would assume okay that's fine i just want to know if i need to like you know blow the dust off the old uh synchronizing human being system that i have next to my game boy advance sp <laughs> just kidding i love that system anyway here's the news bill take us away one of my favorite uh, things of all time when it comes to media, TV shows, cartoons, whatever, is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and just got announced that they're going to be coming to Fortnite. I don't play Fortnite, but you know what? The fact that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are in it, pretty hype. Uh, Tony, do you play Fortnite? Nope, never played it, and not really a fan of the Ninja Turtles, but I know how much you like them, and how much everyone likes Fortnite, and it seems pretty cool. Good for them. They're just in everything now. They're they're in Nick All Star Brawl. I mean, that's the game to be in. And now they're in Fortnite, and that's a nice little addition for them for their resume. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the TMNT movie just came back to Netflix. So if you haven't seen the original, uh, go check it out. Maybe I will. If you lower your voice a little bit, maybe I will. Check it out now, Code Dad. <laughs> this is this is gonna be the fastest divorce. This this poor kid. <laughs> Johnny O wants us to be the fathers. What a mistake. <laughs> well, welcome to the family, Johnny O. Dude, there's a uh, uh, <laughs> there's a singer, like an artist from, I think, the 70s or the 80s, and his name is Johnny O. He sings oh, Dream really? Boy slash Dream Girl. You're my dream girl. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it's... Uh, do you think that's that's who left the review? I, I pray to God that's... That's who I hope left the review. <laughs> be insane. Like I would love it if like an eighty-five-year-old former superstar singer was the one who left the review for us and wants us to be his younger dad. If that man literally listened to this podcast and went on there and left their review, I, I there is no boundary to to what the universe can do. <laughs> Honestly, there are no. There's just no way that that's him. <laughs> In my heart, I'm going to believe it. 
I have I'll re- to. I'll reach. I'll reach out to him. I'll find him on <laughs> Instagram or something. <laughs> on an opposite note of reunions and bringing people together, the Microsoft company is kicking out one of its family members. In fact, Microsoft announced that they are discontinuing the Xbox One. Are they really? Xbox One is no longer in production. Now's your last chance to probably grab them off of shelves. Otherwise, they gown. It's all about that Series X or whatever the new one is called. Dude, wag of the finger to the Xbox names. Like, I, I can't keep on top of them at all. No point. Just point pointless. Completely makes me write them off as a system. Even though I know them, I'm like, look at how easy PlayStation did it. One, two, you know, and now it's like nintendo they make the, you know Wii and wii u all right that's fine not that's not as bad but the switch that's different and works but xbox find some better names man that's awful that's a wag how do you go from xbox to xbox 360 to xbox one to xbox <sighs> series x there is no rhyme or reason to whatever they're doing and the, the, you know they're lucky that they have halo and game pass because otherwise the whole company would be a wag of the finger. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed, unfortunately. But yeah, at the third iteration in the series, and they call it Xbox One, are you are you kidding me? That's the worst. Almost as, a little, actually a little bit worse than calling the fourth one Series X. Because X means t- five or ten, right? In Roman numerals? One of, definitely not four. I could rule out four. I'm pretty sure it's it's ten. It is 10, and it is not the 10th Xbox. It's only the third one. Absolutely embarrassing. Microsoft can't even count. Idiots. Dumb dumbs. I think I think it's the fourth one. Yeah, that would be... Uh, so Series X is the fourth one? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't... Uh, I had one for a little bit, and then I played some Halo. I got my kick. I sold it, and uh, yeah, Game Pass is nice. Bada bing, bada boom. That's it. Yeah, I don't really... Uh, stuff like that, honestly, when I hear a new console come out, like their their Series X console, it makes me kind of even like disregard the fact that they're still producing like PS. You really think like right. they're making PS4s right now? I have a hard, I, maybe they are, but I have a hard time believing it. Kind of just feels one weird. Actually, uh, Sony came out just recently in the last couple of days because the PlayStation Fives have been so hard to come by. They initially were going to also uh, discontinue the PS4s, but instead they are actually increasing production of PS4s to make up for the lack of PS5s available. What? That's another wag. Which is weird, right? That is not how you fix the problem. I feel like they should just make more PS5s. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, dang, we don't have enough PS5s. Let's make some PS4s. Because if you put that? five of them together, it's the same as four PS5s, so you might as well just math it out that way. <laughs> that is horrendous. Dude, I think Nintendo does some bad stuff, but this is like some concrete, like uh, very highly paid people sitting in a meeting room making decisions that end up being the Xbox One and let's make more PS4s a year into the PS5's <laughs> release or however long it's been like. Let's make more. People aren't getting this PS5. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to make some more PS4s for them to to carry on with until they can get their hands on a PS5. You think if I cut my PS5 into five pieces, it counts as five PS1s? 
It probably will run the same way, yeah, all the individual pieces. <laughs> yeah, okay, perfect. I may have to do that then. Uh, Can maybe I have I'll just, one of the pieces? I'll cut it in half-ish so I have a PS3 and a PS2. Oh, actually, it doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. Oh, dude. damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to have two 2.5s. Is that a PS2 Slim? Like, what the heck's a PlayStation 2.5? It, it's actually a really, really fat PS2. Oh, no. Yeah, fatter than the fat boy. Oh, fatter than the fat boy? Jeez. Or, or fat girl. Not just, you know, not, not, not sexualized or nothing. Everyone's, you know, got their own weight. We'll call it the fat console. The thick with two C's console. Thank you. Saved my ass again. Speaking of uh, getting their asses saved, Nintendo has been kind of on a roll lately. And there's a game that is going to for sure move consoles off of shelves. And a new trailer just dropped this week. We're talking about Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Trailer dropped two days ago. Uh, By the way, 2022 is the 30th anniversary for the Kirby franchise, uh, which is probably partially why this game is coming out this year and why it's such a huge celebration. The the release date for this game, by the way, announced for uh, March, like end of March of this year. So coming up soon, two months away. So good. The game looks incredible. Tony, what are your thoughts on the trailer that you watched? Oh, it looks so good. It already looked good before the trailer, but now they give us this, and they're really letting you know we're not messing around with this game. Because, you know, Nintendo could be like, all right, here's this game. Seems, you know, really like a good idea, but then you start playing, and you're like, all right, kind of corny, kind of something, you know, however any negative take you could take on it would be. But this is not one of those games, and you could tell instantly they did not cut corners with this game they went all out they're paying all the homage to kirby right now they're saying here is a game that you deserve this man who we named kirby after saved our asses like bill saves my ass and we're gonna make a good game for him even though the other games are good but this one is completely like this is good for like a mario game you know this looks like it's just gonna be insane insane so hype for this I will say Nintendo, uh, when it comes to first-party titles that come out on the Switch, Nintendo has been basically hitting home run after home run with their major franchises. You know, you got Zelda with Breath of the Wild, home run. Mario Odyssey, home run. You got uh, Metroid Dread, home run. And now we have Kirby, and the game hasn't come out yet, and it already looks like a grand salami right there. Why didn't you mention Pokemon Sword and Shield? In the Grand Slam home run category. Because those are made by Game Freak, not Nintendo's internal uh, people. So I excluded it. And also, it's not a home run. It's like a ground double at best. It's like a double play for the opposition <laughs> at best. Just kidding, dude. That episode's coming. Sony and Microsoft both won when Pokemon <laughs> Sword and Shield came out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so bad. Partially true, but we can talk about that in another episode. <laughs> yeah, well, the one day that'll... all For all the people just waiting to hear how we feel about Gen 8, they only listen oh. to this podcast for that. Like, that episode's never going to happen. Uh, it, it's it's going to be a violent episode, for sure. <laughs> a helmet but wearer, for sure. Let's, let's get back to Kirby. Uh, a couple of things that were introduced, uh, or at least uh, announced for this game... 
there's going to be a hub town with uh, what looks to be like mini games and some unlockables going on, uh, including like fishing. It looks like there's like a cooking mini game. Uh, the game announced that there's going to be co-op. Now, whether that's couch only or online remains to be seen, but it looks like you can have a second player play as Waddle D, which is really fun. And uh, Kirby also gets a gun power-up, which is new to the Kirby franchise. Shadow the Hedgehog, homage. This is, is this going to be like the dark Kirby game? Like Sonic had Shadow the Hedgehog, which is the dark Sonic game. Uh, is this going to be the Shadow the Hedgehog equivalent? In the Kirby no, franchise? No, 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 no way. There's there's no dark Kirby game. Kirby's got a gun. <laughs> DDD better run. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, I was, I was going to... I wasn't going to interrupt. I, I, I actually just don't know how to sing more words than that. I, I have to drop it at two lines. So... <laughs> but that's just how it goes. All right? Tell everyone so, to watch your karaoke there. <laughs> Tone. Ooh, classic sorry i think you're me. a good singer oh thanks man i think you're a good singer too thank you an even better rapper thank you i, I agree with that and as the poker rapper you must be excited about this new game that we're going to be talking about called pokemon legends arceus slash arceus slash whatever you want to pronounce that c as extended gameplay trailer dropped this week uh what are your thoughts tone uh still cautiously optimistic i think is the best way i could describe it i left the trailer i guess more optimistic about the game but still i'm on the fence as to whether or not i'm going to get the game at all uh it 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 feels very monster huntery to me i do like the fact that you can have pokemon battles but the the gameplay just it it doesn't look like it's the type of game for me interesting Interesting call. I respect it. It's going to be a wait for reviews kind of game, for sure. I think that's very fair. It is. It's such a departure from traditional Pokemon, which, you know, could go either way for most people. And uh, the game looks fine, like visually. It, it looks good. I like that there's four different biomes that you get to explore, and everything looks like it's mission based, which is kind of cool. I just, I wonder like how long of a game this is because if it's only like a 10 or 15 hour game it's going to be a hard sell at 60 dollars. and i it and i wonder you know since it looks like it is a a predominantly single player experience like what kind of experience you're really going to get because pokemon has always been a multiplayer experience i couldn't agree more i i i mean i think the only thing i disagree with is that i think aesthetically it looks pretty bad i want to say um, right. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the graphics. I'm not. I'm not a fan of most of it. I guess I'm. 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 I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm. I just have very mixed feelings about it because when you see that trailer, you just want this to be the ultimate game. You know, you want this to be the Breath of the Wild slash Skyrim slash just like every generation Pokemon, just like humongous map just like gta 5 or big you know what even like way bigger than, right i don't know way bigger but something like that just just take me to some place unbelievable as a pokemon fan i don't think this game is that i think it's a, a cool idea but i think you're right i think it's a, a, a somewhat i think of a monster hunter kind of skin to it but i think it will be 
a little bit different from that. But you're right. This is, I think, held in such high regard by a lot of people. But if it is only a 10 or 15 hour game, that is a, that's a fail in my book. You know what I mean? Like that, you can't. But I don't think it's going to be that because Pokemon's pretty good at you know, making things available post-game or doing things with other people. I don't think it's going to be like, all right, you ran through Pokemon Snap and I can never play it again, you know, unless right. you want to take the same pictures a million times. Yeah, I, w- I wonder what the replayability will end up being mm. uh, for this game, and I think that's going to go a long way into whether this is the game for me as it stands right now. Uh, I don't know. When When's this coming out? A couple days? This game comes out, I think, two weeks from today. I think it comes out on the 28th. We're recording this on Friday, January 14th. So I want to say it comes out two Fridays from today. Oh, that's soon. soon. Yeah, that's really soon. All right, we'll, we'll have some some talk about that soon. For sure. For sure. Let us know uh, if you have any thoughts on Pokemon Legends Arceus in uh, the comments, either on YouTube or over on uh, Twitter at Games of Our Pod. Yeah, I got nothing else on uh, Legends Arceus. How about you? Anything else? Nope. We'll we'll see how it how it ends up. I'm hoping for the best, but expecting uh, you know, I I I'm pre-game gonna give it a seven out of ten. I think that's kind of high too for me, but that's what I'm gonna give it right now. Two weeks away from the release. I'm gonna call it a six right now. Six out of ten pre-release score. Uh, for for example, by the way, uh, Kirby has a pre-release score of, like, 9.8 for me. Uh, yep. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> sounds sounds pretty accurate, too. Kirby looks incredible. This uh, Pokemon game looks interesting, which is uh, the nicest thing I can say about it right now. <laughs> I'll buy it when it comes out, and I'll, I'll, I'll give all everyone right. my two Perfect. cents. Maybe I'll even stream it a little bit with all the other million people that stream it. Perfect. And that is... That is it for the news today. We're going to move on to the main event, though. We are going to be talking about Mario Kart 8, which, you know what? Not for nothing. I'll just come out and say it. It's, I think, the best Mario Kart to ever come out. Mario Kart 8! So Mario Kart 8 initially came out on the Wii U back in 2014, featured 32 tracks, had a new feature of anti-gravity, was like the new big thing. Where, uh, it, with all the trailers, it showed, like, Mario's cart going upside down and all this stuff. Really doesn't do that, but, uh, uh, from your angle. But it lets you bump into other racers to get a spin boost. <laughs> and, listen, you get to race with 11 other people, throw items at each other, go around each track about three times, and winner takes all. Friendships are ruined. You know the drill, guys. It's Mario Kart. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, this game, when it came out on the Wii U back in 2014, I remember I called out sick from work to uh, play the game. I wanted to unlock everything day one, and boy howdy, is that what I did. Folks at the hospital, sorry that this news is coming out later. I have to contact them and get you in trouble now. <laughs> after I've already quit for, for four years, uh, they're going to, after the fact, dock me pay or something. I I want your next job that calls him <laughs> as a reference to get a pretty bad, honest review from them saying, yeah, he would call out to play games and stuff. Hey, listen, in Japan, I'm pretty sure that's why they turn Nintendo releases into national holidays. Do they? So pe- yeah, they, 
because people will call like if like when Pokemon Sword and Shield came out, that was like a practically a national holiday. Mad people called out that day. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because everybody in Japan's a gamer. Dude, Japan's so cool, man. Ah, oh, man, I want to go. Tony, you want to come t- with me? Yes, please. All right, cool. Me, you, and Johnny O can book a Yo. flight. Sorry, that's the Johnny O song, another one. I think it's the Ooh. same one as before. Hey, listen, even if we sing the same song 50 times, like the fact that he wants us as their dad, it's all that I need. <laughs> we support our son. We do support our son. Now, uh, Mario Kart 8 featured, uh, when it first came out, it was 32 tracks. Uh, 16 of which were brand new, 16 of which were uh, remakes of older tracks from previous Mario games. So it really almost felt like a a Mario Kart Ultimate type experience. The cool thing about this game is that it also had a handful of new items. Four, to be exact, there was the Boomerang Flower. What are your thoughts on the Boomerang Flower? It's one of my least favorite items. Basically, it's a... Uh, it's almost like a green shell that you can fire forward or backward, and it comes back to you, and you get like three or four throws. Uh, not super accurate. Uh, you get it kind of in like the middle places. I agree. It's not one of my favorites. Kind of along the same lines as Piranha Plant, I, which is new as well. I don't love Piranha Plant either. Agreed. Not a. I, I think the the boomerang is definitely useful, it, but it's not advancing me in the game at all you know what i mean it doesn't like change my right. game state much it's just like hurting others game states i feel like piranha plant actively hurts your game state I, me too for some reason even though i just found out recently you could hit that boost like as much as you want and it'll go it still sucks it's just like not it, good it, it almost locks you into place and it's harder for you to like steer because the piranha plant whenever it bites it like shifts your momentum towards the bite a little bit Mm -hmm. and you always feel just like a little bit out of control and when you're in the higher speeds like 150 and mirror uh it's a really noticeable situation and in 200 it's practically an unusable item yeah uh the next item is the crazy eight which is just like a, a an upgrade from the I don't remember what the 7 one was called from Mario Kart 7 on the 3DS. There was like a, an item that had a 7 wheel around you. But Crazy 8, basically, it's 8 items wrapped around you. It's a, a star, a mushroom, a green shell, a banana, a red shell, a bob uh, mm-hmm. What am I missing? I'm missing two. Did I say a star? Yeah. Do you get ink on that one? Um, I don't remember. Lord knows. But you get a whole boatload of items it's definitely a pretty solid item uh if not just for the star it that's never never bad but usually get it in the lower places if you're in the bottom half the next item the last item that is new to this race is uh probably my favorite uh maybe one of my favorite new items in mario kart period it's the super horn who who doesn't love the super horn it's so good the super horn for those who don't know is an item that you can get i think in any place and what it does is it basically provides you a temporary circle of protection and it will destroy any shells that come your way, including blue shells, which is huge. Because if you're in first place, the number one thing you got to look out for is your back end. 
and if you have a horn in your back pocket, you're basically set. Yeah, it's a really good spot to be in. Not only does it uh, damage any weapons that are near you, it will also knock over opponents that are near you. So if you're next to an opponent and you have the super horn, you can blast it and you'll knock them out. It gives them like the same kind of knockout as being hit with a shell. You're telling me all these new items, but I've never played Mario Kart before. What is it? So Mario Kart is a uh, it's a party racer. You and up to 12, uh, 11 rather, of your friends can race around as different Super Mario mascots around race courses in the Ma- Mushroom Kingdom. And you go around each race course with uh, three-ish laps. Some races have more, some races have fewer. And you use items, and the, the goal is to uh, come in first place. It's a franchise that's been around for 30 years, uh, ever since Super Mario Kart came out back in, like, 1991. It's a pretty common place. I believe it's the number one selling uh, franchise that Nintendo's got outside of Pokemon right now. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is one of the highest selling video games of all time and has been Nintendo's pack-in game with their consoles ever since 2014 with Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. Can you use a gun when you drive? You can basically use a gun when you drive. In the terms of... uh, the great Ernest Hemingway, he once said, you'll watch out for them green shells off the corners, though, because they will hit you back. <laughs> uh, you can look it up. That's a real quote. I took it right from the Wikipedia. That's insane. Dude, Wikipedia is, is dying for my $2.45. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just nervous for the day that the Super Mario wiki comes uh, asking for spare change because we're going to be in a world of hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the... Oh, I don't want to spoil the, uh, the the big charity event coming up, but I know where my money's going if I... <laughs> <laughs> what they could Here's do with you, that Wikipedia. money... Oh my god, so good. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm definitely putting that in my bio. Please do, I, please do. That would be so thing. good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> sorry. And sorry, animal rights activist. No, it's it's all good. That's where the money was probably gonna go, but now I don't know, man. <laughs> Wikipedia is looking needy as hell. Real needy. Two fifty. Two fifty. They need two dollars and fifty cents. I I can barely swing it. Sorry, I only have my card on me. Not only are there uh, is there the option to race on one of these uh, thirty-two, or should I say forty-eight tracks? Because this game also came out uh, with the Wii U with two DLC packs, each having eight racetracks a piece with a handful of uh new racers as well there was a zelda track pack and an animal crossing track pack each featured a couple of classic tracks uh two or three new tracks and a track each uh with that franchise so there is a zelda racetrack as well as an animal crossing racetrack and each of them also has an F-Zero racetrack attached to it, which is just kind of wild that there's not Captain Falcon in this game. Mm-hmm. Although his car and two courses from his franchise are. Not cool. Mario Kart 9, whenever you come out, if you don't add Captain Falcon, that's just a slap to the face. 
Yeah, real selective, putting Link in there, but no Pokemon and no Captain Falcon. Okay, no problem, get your own... I mean, hey, you got course. Inklings. Yeah, they put Inklings in there. Yeah, you got Inklings, you got Cat Peach. <laughs> yeah, what the hell, Dry Bones Bowser? Hey, we don't we don't slander Dry Bowser in this household. I'm not slander, I'm just... I am slandering a little bit, I guess, but like, <laughs> oh, you, you could put the inkling in the game, but you can't put a, a good old Pikachu, you know? Right. I believe, actually, the inklings are uh, exclusive to Deluxe. Deluxe added, like, six or seven new characters as well. Great game. Yes. I mean, Mario Kart Deluxe is basically the the way to play Mario Kart these days. It is the best Mario Kart experience, in my opinion, to date. Has really solid online has 48 racetracks it is a port of mario kart 8 from the wii u you can really talk about them practically interchangeably Uh, mario kart 8 deluxe however features all of the dlc and extra characters on board included so you don't have to pay extra and it adds characters like king boo gold mario dry bones bowser jr inklings and uh Mm -hmm. champions tunic link to uh to promote some Breath of the Wild shenaniganry. What's not to love there? Just would like Pikachu to to use Pikachu in the game would be pretty cool. But I'm hey, just there's no. there's rumors that the new Mario Kart Nine is gonna have kind of like a like an everyone is here kind of mentality. So hey, maybe maybe Mario Kart Nine ends up being a uh, let's include as many new faces kind of game. That'd be crazy. You know, it's it's funny because one, I'm only kidding about the Pikachu thing. I think this game, I think it's the second best Mario Kart. I think Mario Kart 64 is a 10 out of 10. That's my favorite, but this is also a 10 out of 10 and um, an insane experience. I, I can't say really anything bad about this game. Virtually nothing. I think this game is like near perfect. Um, but it's so good, even though it's came out like almost eight years ago now that i don't even think about mario kart 9 like the fact that that's probably being worked on and will come out and could actually like have all different characters i don't know just to make another new mario kart i feel like they set the bar so high with this game that the next one's gotta be unbelievable and that's kind of that's kind of a tradition in mario kart i would say for the most part and you know, Mario Kart 64 aside, which is really, looking back, it's one of the most unique Mario Kart games uh, in the whole franchise. But ever since Double Dash, they've really upped the ante with each successive game. Double Dash is my favorite game. Actually, it's my second favorite. I think Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is my favorite. You know, with each successive game, you know, you had Mario Kart Double Dash, which was a really, really solid game. And then you had Mario Kart Wii, which was a really, really solid game, to be followed up with Mario Kart uh, 8, with a couple of handheld titles in the mix there, with Mario Kart DS and Mario Kart 7, which also were incredible games. There just, there isn't a bad game in the bunch. There is not. To say that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the quintessential Mario Kart experience today really holds a lot of weight, and to call it a near-perfect game, or even a perfect game, there's... I don't know that there's a game with fewer glaring flaws that is a first-party title uh, from any company as there is with Mario Kart. I think Mario Kart is about as clean a game that you can really come across. Agreed. Agreed. Obviously, there are the 
the I mean I think it's very accepted to use items so being in last and becoming a bullet bill or getting lightning or all, all that stuff items definitely for the you know throughout the years of all the different Mario Karts play into effect but when it comes down to it best racer wins without items even most of the time with items you know like consistently um right i don't know time trials all that stuff it's 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 just a you're right it's a clean game and there very are there are very few uh glaring problems right uh i think the biggest problem when this game first came out was just the online was shaky because Mm. the wii u's online was not great uh and even the switch when it first came out although i will say the switch's online uh mario kart experience is not a bad one not at all really well done compared to games like super smash brothers uh which have a lot of problems mario kart doesn't really have those problems <clears throat> so i don't i don't know uh what nintendo's doing wrong with uh smashes online but take a page out of mario kart guys because it's damn near perfect <laughs> damn near perfect damn near perfect and 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 little, uh... Little tip of the hour here: You don't have to sign and read an 84-page, um, you know, agreement, user agreement before playing, like you do with Crash Nitro Kart Racing Ooh. for the Switch. I didn't even realize you had to uh, sign some sort of garbage agreement for that. Well, I said it a couple episodes ago, so I guess, I guess you don't really listen when I talk, shows, do you? Shows how much I pay attention. Right, well, I know who's not going to be fan of the week next week, and it's one of Dang us. It. Dang it! I was really hoping, but gosh. Yeah, 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 you've been sending me a lot of emails and stuff. I was thinking about doing it, but... Man, I, I I'd like know. to formally apologize. Noted. For, uh... Let's move on. Noted! Let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> so, Tony, got a question for you. Hit me. You, you play a lot of uh, Mario Kart 8 and or mario kart 8 deluxe uh from what it sounds like never played them who's your main yoshka which color yoshi yellow yellow yoshi do you have a favorite cart uh i use the standard cart with the standard wheels and the clouds glider oh cool i like the cloud glider it's uh pretty adorable I like it. I feel like the weight goes down a little bit, acceleration or handle goes up a little bit, and that just makes the most sense. Um, this is, out of all the games that I've played and, and things, I guess out of all the different kinds of games I've played, including like Yu-Gi-Oh!, you know, not just video games, but this is one of those games where like everyone says the heavies are the best but i will just and i want to be this is one of those games that i take a lot of pride in where i'm like yeah i want to be the best like i want to never lose this game even though i'm definitely not the best but i definitely back my stuff up in mario kart i think for the most part i will say that for um, sure this is just one game where I, I i refuse to use anyone but yoshi i've been using yoshi and i could use like in mario kart 64 any of the light characters peach or toad too but yeah in mario kart 8 like I won't use Waluigi, Bowser, Roy, any of those. It ha- it's just Yoshi. I feel very comfortably when I have high handling. Even if my speed isn't that good, I feel like I compensate the speed with getting a lot of mini turbos and using my drift a lot. And I don't know. That just feels the best to me, even though it's probably not optimal. Um, but yeah, in the standard car and stuff, I just like high handles. 
decent acceleration, low to decent speed, but uh, most of the time it gets me there. Um, I, but how about you? Who do you like? Uh, just to piggyback on your uh, point there real quick, uh, in my experience, I've seen just as many successful light characters of, as I've seen heavy characters be successful. This really feels like one of the most balanced Mario Karts, and mm. it's not like some of the older Mario Kart games where if you're the heavy... You, you're just a better racer because you have that top speed and that's kind of the most important stat Hmm. in this game it feels like your character plus cart combo really impacts what you're doing and also the game just rewards clean driving so it sure does if you are just driving well and hitting your drifts then you're probably going to be successful uh that being said my main is dry bowser with the bitty buggy cart (laughs) <laughs> and uh and clouds uh and i think i use the uh azure roller wheels uh the azure rollers buff acceleration and uh so does the bitty buggy so having dry bowser with all the acceleration buffs felt like the right move and i i love playing as him i think it's great and he looks hilarious driving around in a little adorable ladybug with wings <laughs> So yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my main, and I'm sticking to it. That's dope. We haven't played together in a long time. We should we should jump on and play, and then you know, lie of the week, tell you how we compete <laughs> against each other next week. I'm in. Still I'm waiting in for, for this. that Mario Party rematch, by the way. Listen, when we get to the tip of the hat, wag of the finger, I'm gonna go all into it because there's a lot to discuss there. Oh sh- shoot! We didn't there's even a, talk about this pre pre uh, recording. So there's a, there's a lot to discuss there. So we'll get into it. But uh, while we're wait. still talking about Mario Kart Eight, listen. Yes. There's a lot of racetracks. There's 48 racetracks in the dang game, which wow. by my counts, that's that's a number bigger than 47. Uh, I think so. Mm-hmm. I got a question for you. What what are some of your favorite tracks? Tony and I each picked four tracks, by the way. So, Mount Wario. Uh, Mount Wario is also uh, one of my favorite tracks. Is it? Yes. Uh, tell so, tell the people about Mount Wario and how it's uh, unique and special. Oh my! It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You're at you're at the, uh, 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 a snowy mountain summit, just starting at the very top, and the roads are ice, and there are ramps to give you advantages early on, and, and then you go in this icy uh, cave part that has water running flu- through it, and and then you come out of it, and you just start going through this really snowy, uh, woody area after some more little rivers that you gotta go through, and then you just make your way down this whole ski slope area with all these crazy turns in it, and it's just, it's so precise, but it also feels kinda like a snowy, kinda hard to maintain your, your balance and your handle kinda thing, and everyone's on you online, and definitely just, uh, it's a one lap from top to bottom experience no snowboard kids lift at the bottom that's it when you finish you finish and it's just uh oh man yeah it's just an an absolutely insane track i love the special visual at the beginning of the race where you start off in a giant helicopter and everybody airdrops out of the helicopter to begin their descent down the mountain and yes uh like you said this is a one lap race uh, there, once you get to the bottom of the mountain, that is it. It does feel a lot like 
a uh, snowboard kids type experience. And maybe that's why uh, Tony and I are partial to it. But it it really is one of the most varied tracks, has great music, and it's just a lot of dang fun. <laughs> it's a lot of dang fun. A lot of dang fun. And it's, it's one of the most visually pleasing levels in the game, too. I think it there's just so much going on that it's it really is a lot of fun. Uh, Tony, what's your next favorite track? I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one that almost didn't make it, but there's so many good tracks uh, in this game. It's hard, but I know I always go overboard with stuff, so I picked four, and that's it. And the next one is Sunshine Airport. Sunshine Airport is my number one. Wow, dude. Sunshine Airport I think is my favorite map in the entire game. Wow. So Sunshine Airport to take you through, you are racing on a racetrack that starts in the uh, in the terminal at this airport, and then you jump onto the tarmac, you race through an airplane, and then you take a little jaunt up into the sky where there is a sky track, and then the track loops you around to bring you back towards the terminal, and as you fly towards the terminal, typically you'll see an airplane taking off right overhead. It's just a really well-laid-out course. I feel like the the turns and the aesthetics just really lend themselves to Mario Kart. And it, it, it on paper, it doesn't sound like one of the more exciting tracks, but it, it's just one of the more fun levels to traverse. But could you tell us about it at all? Plane go vroom. Thank you. That's all we wanted to hear. No, you nailed it. What are your thoughts, Tone? No, I can't, I can't even possibly come close to the bar that you just said you just you completely gave a perfect perfectly accurate description of how good it is yeah a lot of room to, to get yourself further and, and space yourself out from the other racers and stuff and just uh aesthetically great and just uh very fun very good mario car experience i feel like it's it's a, a definitely a fan favorite and uh, for very good reason Absolutely. Tony, what's your next one? Maybe we'll have four for four for favorite maps. I, I'd be so surprised if you if we had four for four, but I'm going to say that this is the one that we may disagree on. I'm okay. a huge fan of Cheap Cheap Beach. Okay. Okay. I. You know what? I actually really like Cheap Cheap Beach. Uh, Tony, why don't you tell us about it? Well, you're on a beach, and uh, it's actually a remake from the Nintendo DS Mario Kart, which is in unbelievable mario kart another grand slam 10 out of 10 mm. um mm-hmm. and i loved it so much on there and they gave it a nice revision um remake in mario kart 8 and you're driving on a little boardwalk little pier area you get shot off onto a beach you could go under the water a little bit you got some twists and turns at the end some um what are those coconut trees, palm trees? Yeah. A couple of those lying around, some some crabs trying to nibble on you. And uh yeah, there's a uh, definitely room. I like I like the skill maps. I don't know how skilled this map specifically is, but there definitely is some wiggle room to advance uh further at a faster rate, I think. And uh, yeah, just uh just one of my favorites probably not a fan favorite from what i could tell a lot of people don't like it but if it comes up most of the time i pick it that's fair it's a really fun map it's the only beach level i think in the entire game which 
if you if you're familiar with the Mario Kart franchise, there's actually a pretty solid number of beach levels. There's usually one to two per game, and of the 48 tracks, this is really the only the only one that really fits that bill. I guess you could argue Dolphin Shoals is like that too, but that's more underwater. But yeah, uh, I think the aesthetic is great. I I think there are some pretty solid uh, you know spots where you can flex your drifting skills. Uh, get those triple drifts off towards the end, and uh, it's it's a solid map. My next Thanks. pick is uh, also from Mario Kart DS, and uh, my level is Wario Stadium. Yo, good pick. Wario Stadium, which feels like a uh, sequel to, uh, was it called Wario Stadium on N64? Wario Coliseum? What was it? No, it was, it was Stadium for uh, N64 Wario Stadium. yeah. That's weird that it has the same name. Wario <laughs> Stadium is a sequel course to Wario Stadium from the Nintendo 64. It's very similar. It's got a very, like, motocross, dirt bike-style racetrack in this big stadium. And there's lots of twists and turns. There's a lot of ramps to jump up and down. And I think this is one of my favorite skill courses. I think that you can really really let your drifting skills shine and uh, ramp jumping skills shine. And this is one of the races where I will say, if you are a more seasoned racer, this is one of the tracks where it shows because you can get a pretty insurmountable lead on a racetrack like this. Plus, you got big, strong Wario looking overhead, so what's not to love? <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, definitely a skill track for sure and a very fun one too. Tony, any thoughts on Wario Stadium? That's it. <laughs> it's very skillful. It's very fun. It's just a really, really solid course. Really good pick. Thank you. Thank you. Tony, mm-hmm. what is your fourth pick? Dude, this is such a hard one, and I gotta be a little... I gotta be a little shy in and give two honorable mentions to Music Park and Electrodome. Those all almost made the cut, because I love those, but the spot is gonna go... To Grumble Volcano. Ooh! Nice <laughs> pick. My favorite course from Mario Kart Wii. Really? Yeah. Uh, is uh, either Grumble Volcano or Maple Speedway Treeway. But yeah, Grumble Volcano, tell them about it. It's just, uh, it's rough. It's, uh, I think it's a real skill course. Not, not one I see a lot of people pick online, but I love it. I think, uh, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of drifting and a lot of picking your spots and, and holding your position and, and just getting your lines right. And as the the laps progress, the course actually starts to crumble like a, a grumbling volcano. And um, and it becomes even harder to, to navigate and pick your lines correctly and stuff. But again, I think it, it just makes it all the more skillful pretty much throughout the entire race. And uh, maybe a, a little less skillful at the beginning in the for a couple parts but most of the time it's a lot of drifting and just uh just a tough course and i really like that most of the time i like the you know the happy beach courses or you know the music or i even like just uh the first level i, I forget the name of it just mario just Raceway mario or whatever it is mario kart stadium mario kart stadium i just like a good aesthetic but when it comes down to it this isn't the aesthetically the i mean you're racing around a volcano which is pretty badass but like it's not my favorite aesthetically but it's just the the course really you know makes for a for a good race 
Yeah, I I love it. the The aesthetic's great. Uh, the music is solid. I love that the first lap gives you kind of a primer on what to expect for the race, and then lap two and three just get increasingly hectic with like the volcano erupting and fire coming down, fire enemies jumping around, and the level falling apart. Like you said, it it's just a really really solid experience, and it's definitely one of the better like storytelling racetracks. Definitely, definitely. Now, uh. You know, I got two little uh, honorable mentions as well. Hit me. Uh, the honorable mentions that I have here are Ribbon Road and Neo Bowser City. I mm. I think they're just both really fun skill courses. Uh, the aesthetics for Neo Bowser City are, are really cool, and that that's just drift the map. And uh, Ribbon Road is kind of sneaky good. But my pick for uh, my fourth favorite, and these are in no particular order, uh, Cloudtop Cruise. Cloudtop Cruise sets you on a course where you are at the top of a beanstalk and you are driving through the clouds onto a Bowser airship and through a thunderstorm, all while Super Mario Galaxy uh, music is playing in your ear. And it just makes for a very happy, nostalgic, and fun experience. What are your thoughts on Cloudtop Cruise? Man, it's a good pick. (laughs) That's a, a really solid pick. It's, uh... Yeah, it has... Wow, yeah, the aesthetic is unbelievable. You describing it and me trying to picture them being like, yeah, let's have them race with, like, beanstalks and clouds and an airship and a lightning store. It's just, like, insane. Insanely put together for one nice, large track, and there's a lot of room for error if you're trying to, you know, take the <clears throat> the less safe route and just get some, some boosts going off the, the stalks. And, right, right. Uh, yeah, and there's some good drifting in there. Definitely uh, definitely another one of those courses where you just have to be very privy to it and very, you know, well-seasoned on it to make sure you always hit the important jumps and get those right. boosts because those will give you a huge advantage and you really need those to keep up. So there is skill to that as well. It's uh, definitely a really good course. I, I like that course a lot. It's a really good pick. Thanks. And Mario Kart has just so many good courses. However, listen... With every game, there's going to be levels or courses that people don't quite like as much. And Tony and I have each picked two levels that we think uh, could be improved. And uh, Tony, I'm going to let you lead the way. What is one of your least favorite tracks? <laughs> Excite Bike. I actually like Excite Bike, but tell me. Oh my God. Come on now. It, it's a, it's not it. it's not the thinking man's racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice way to put it. It's a nice way to put it. Oh, what a bad track! Awful, awful track. I like the I like the idea. Of What's the idea? Like it's just dirt bike jumps. It's an oval. It's it's like it's just one stretched out oval and on the straightaways of aforementioned oval there are a million jumps to trick off of and a couple little mud piles to not go into and some boosters and that's it hey it's uh it's got that uh thing where the jumps and everything are randomly generated so the map is a little bit different every time you play it. I think there's like four or five different layouts that it could have. 
there could be a thousand and it wouldn't fix it. It is <laughs> the most boring, monotonous. It it is the least it. I would say it's the least skill based level in the game. Agreed. I think I think there is a a, a fat margin of skill difference between Excite Bike and Baby Park. I agree. I agree. Baby Park is uh, definitely a a much more skill intensive level than Excite Bike Arena, for sure. For sure. And I'm not a huge fan of Baby Park, and that just tells Agreed. you how much I I I dislike Excite Bike. Hate it. Absolutely hate it. That's fair. That's fair. I I can definitely see why it uh it probably would be towards the bottom if I were to power rank all the levels, but. I still enjoy it though. I don't. I don't know if it's just the music that I'm nostalgic for or whatever, but I still. I still enjoy it. But I. I get it. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> now, the level that I picked, the first level that I picked, I'm trying to avoid the one that I think we both picked, is uh, Ice Ice Outpost, which is from the Triforce Cup. I. You know what? I think so. Ice Ice Outpost is a race course where you are literally on a racetrack that is driving through a couple of glaciers in a loop. And it's following two tracks that are running parallel with each other and they kind of intertwine uh, during different parts of the, the race course. I do think that it's personally one of the most boring racetracks in the game because you really just stay on these two winding intersecting paths the entire race and it's just just really forgettable i understand that as well i actually like this course more than i dislike it but it is somewhere in the middle ground of power rankings for me it definitely wouldn't be too high up by any means um but i don't think it's bad i don't think it's too boring i think it does have some some nice spots where you can drift and and I, 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 the concept isn't really that good. Yeah, the course intersects once in a while. I mean, that's good, I guess, to have a map like that when there's only so many ideas you could implement in different races, or maybe I'm just bad at game designing. But I, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. So I could see why you don't like it that much. I think that's a, a pretty respectful, respectable decision. Good pick. Now, what is your final least favorite course? Cheeseland! No, I'm just kidding. I actually don't mind Cheeseland. I don't mind um, Cheeseland, yeah. No, Cheeseland's not bad. That was just a just a trick. Everyone, relax. Just a trick. Got, got me. Um, before you turn off the podcast, everyone's already blowing up Twitter, going sick. Oh, he doesn't like Cheeseland. Cheese, oh my god. Alright, um, all right, alright, alright, alright. All right. You're not going to like this. In And, it doesn't really make sense for me to pick this. <laughs> but, I gotta say, I cannot stand Neo Bowser City. Okay, okay. I, I feel like Neo Bowser City is a pretty divisive level. Now, what what problem do you take with Neo Bowser City? I suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, I, <laughs> I feel like I... For some reason, I just didn't play it that much. I never really played it as a... It, it's, uh, is it's, it, it's not... It's from new. 3DS... Uh, it's from 3DS. Okay, I didn't but play I Mario think, Kart 7. I think Mario Kart 7 is probably my least played Mario Kart game total. I haven't I haven't played that one. I haven't played 
Mario Kart Super Circuit for the Game Boy Advance, and I mm-hmm. played very, I played virtually no Wii and very little Double Dash. So there's a huge, a huge Gap array there. of Mario Kart for me to still enjoy, even though the two that I enjoy, I enjoy immensely. Sure. Um, but it's good to know that there are a bunch still out there for me, and um, yeah, this is one I just have very little understanding of, and I feel like I'm always knocking into a wall. It's just a practice thing. If I practiced more, I'd be better at it. But I feel like I'm constantly falling off the map. Neo- I have Neil Bowser punishing. has the tightest. It's definitely like got some of the tightest turns in the game. I think it's the hardest course in the game. Probably. I I do think it, it is borderline unplayable on 200 cc i don't think i don't think i've ever gotten through a 200 cc race on neo bowser city without falling off that's pretty fair yeah it's pretty pretty impossible i'm surprised though we had no overlap on least favorite tracks because my least favorite track i think is actually going to make you upset i think this one i think this one's going to shock you i i thought this is the one that we honestly were going to have uh similar with each other and it's is, because is it one of my is it oh go ahead go ahead it's it's because it's rainbow road from the nintendo Ooh. 64 Ooh. i Don't think get i me think started boy i think nintendo when it comes to remaking the racetracks i think they did a 9 out of 10 job or even a 10 out of 10 job for every single racetrack except for rainbow road Rainbow Road in the Nintendo 64 game is the longest track in the game by a, a wide margin, and it is also one of the most iconic races in the game. By a country mile. By a country mile, tell you what. Which I found out a country mile is just a hair longer than a mile. Is it really? A country mile is 10 furlongs, whereas uh, an American traditional mile is about 8 furlongs. Now, I don't know what the hell a furlong is, but it's furry and it's long, tell you what. Is that accurate? Is it really ten to eight? I think it's like ten to eight. Yeah. That 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 is, that is insane. That you actually looked that up. I, and, I googled it. <laughs> and now and now next week, if anyone's interested in seeing how this, you know, this podcast gets down next week, maybe, unless this is the lie of the week, but we're not going to tell you. <laughs> maybe next week we'll let you know what a furlong is. <laughs> right whatever, furlong whatever. Or whatever yeah yeah they they said it's 10 furlongs but i have no concept of what the hell a furlong is so it could be 10 feet it could be 10 miles i don't know it's a country mile thank you for clearing that up and that's all you need to know now rainbow road for the nintendo 64 for super uh mario kart 8 deluxe here is a spit in the eye to rainbow road fans everywhere because they shortened the whole race into a single lap and i would say that the race is almost unrecognizable when compared to the original track unlike uh, all of the other race tracks in the game rainbow road i feel like is least similar to its original track and it just is a boring course it is shit. It is absolute shit. You're right, 100%. I, it would definitely probably be in my bottom 10, even though I don't hate it, and I've even picked it sometimes, um, but it's a good pick. It's a good pick. I like the aesthetic a lot, but when you're talking about a good race, it, it's not, and 
Aesthetically, it looks good, but it looks nothing like the original from 64, and I, I don't know. Yeah, definitely a, a huge letdown of a race. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just, there, there was so much potential for it, and I bet, you know what? I, I think the thing that I take most issue with it, it is one of the shortest races in the entire game. I wish that it was a two-lap scenario. If it was yeah. two, if it was two laps long, I think it would be much better. But it is such a short race that it just it feels like it's over before it starts, and it you're like, okay, cool. You're not really there long enough to experience it. So I think having that second lap, considering it does loop, uh, really feels like a misstep. Yeah, it is. Uh... To quote you, a real spit in the eye uh, of of fans of the N sixty four one, wag of the finger to Huge uh, wag. the designers of this level specifically. But a tip of the hat to uh, the people behind, you know, 40, 45 out of the forty eight tracks. Do power rankings coming up next week? Ooh, let's go! I'll do it. I got nothing better going on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll save it for a Twitch stream. We could power rank these uh, races together. Ooh. I'd be down. You have Twitch? I do have Twitch. Do you have What's Twitch? Your... I use Twitch. Yeah, I've been streaming on twitch.tv. Slash the poker rapper? No, I don't know my name, actually. Oh, It's okay. just like a guest thing. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. What's yours? Mine is twitch.tv slash Bill the Fajita. Like the Dragon Ball character? like exactly like the dragon ball character that's how my name was inspired actually you got your name bill from a dragon ball character i did dude your parents are cool yeah they named me after dragon ball it's wild but here we are you know my it comes out finally that my parents are weebs that's sick yeah my parents are italian so that's how i got the name anthony uh yeah they're they say you know Six out of every ten Italian boys born are named Anthony. That's just how it goes. <laughs> and their and their middle name is always Michael. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Mine is not Michael, but I'm I'm one of the rare ex- one of the one of the forty percenters. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the the other forty percent is Christopher, by the way. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Well, I'm not 100% Italian, so there's room for a... There's wiggle uh, room there. But, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) A very rare exception. Besides racing in Mario Kart 8, you can also do what's called battle mode. Now, battle mode is something that's been around since the very first Mario Kart, and it is a mode where it originally started with up to four players can run around a uh, a closed track and throw items at each other and it's a kind of a last man standing wins type scenario uh however in this game the choices in tracks are actually they're better than they were in uh mario kart wii i'll give them that there are eight battle tracks and basically they're just wide open areas where you can throw items at each other and there are a handful of uh, battle modes, I uh, suppose, uh, including Balloon Battle, which 
is a you have three balloons or five balloons and as you get hit they pop and when you're out of balloons you're out last man standing wins there's also like a keep away called shine thief uh, there's a coin runners which it's a whoever collects the most coins wins bob -omb blast which is from double dash where you the only weapon is bob -omb's, and it's a similar thing as to balloon battle just highest score at the end wins or last man standing wins and then there's a mode called uh, renegade roundup which is like a cops and robbers sort of thing and it's like a team deathmatch basically uh, Tony, what are your thoughts on the battle mode? I'm sure they're fun, but I've never played them. <laughs> That's fair. Gonna, That's fair. I think, uh, in your words before we started recording, you said, uh, I, th I think I'm giving the game a huge disservice by playing anything other than online against anybody else competitively. The, the racing is so fun in this game that it makes the battle mode that much worse by comparison uh historically especially i would say mario kart 64 is the pinnacle of this uh battle mode was always something i looked forward to playing mario kart 64 you can't tell me that block fortress isn't one of the greatest war zones known to man <laughs> i i can't disagree with that no the fact that it's fault i i don't know if it's just that battle mode is not as good as it used to be or that the races have become so good that battle mode is just that much inferior compared to how it is now. I'm not sure where th the line is there. I think that's pretty. That's kind of the first thought that came to my mind was uh, the racing is just getting so good that it's leaving the battle mode kind of behind. Right, and that's not to say the battle mode's bad. The like, battle mode might be good, but I really, uh, in my you know 150 hours of mario kart 8 deluxe i think i have zero minutes in battle mode agreed yeah that yeah <laughs> same <laughs> which is wild same. like ignoring an entire whole ass mode that is a oh. staple to the franchise is yeah. uncommon it's just so the racing that's just so that's what a 10 out of 10 game will get you that the, is yeah the racing so is good. so good so well it's just done. beautiful any other final words on Mario Kart 8? I love you. I, I, I couldn't have said that better myself. Well done. 10 out of 10. Uh, 10, if, you out haven't, 10. if you haven't played the game and you own a Wii U or a Switch, play it. Get it. Uh, what are you doing? Odds are if you do own a Switch, you do own this game. It is the number one selling game of uh, the Switch as it stands right now. I think second is Animal Crossing. But uh, wow. it's it's Mario Kart 8, and Mario Kart 8, again, this year was the pack-in bundle for the Switch for the fifth year in a row, so... Wow. it's uh, Or fourth year in a row, I should say. Fourth year in a row. Well, it deserves it, and I, I just want to put a little disclaimer on what you said. Uh, don't get it for the Wii U if you plan on playing online, because before I had a Switch... Um, I was like, oh, let me bust out my, my Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U, and... Yeah, I guess they stopped caring about the online because everyone, like, modded the hell out of it and was just, like, shooting stars out like they were red shells and hit it. The whole game was just, like, a complete mess of just, like, cheaters oh, no. And, and no moderation. So if you want to not get cheated against, you gotta 
pay for the newest edition. And it's worth it because you get uh, seven new characters and you get the DLC included. So I, there's no downside there. No, definitely, definitely worth it. Definitely worth all one hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, I actually, I mean, I purchased Mario Kart Eight for the Wii U because I was a, a day one Wii U owner, and I did buy the DLCs day one as they came out. And guess what? I bought Mario Kart Eight Deluxe day one when it came out for the Switch, and I haven't looked back. Yeah, can't can't. I didn't buy the the downloads for the Wii U version, but I definitely. And I was only kidding about the hundred bucks. I was trying to get you to say, oh, but it's only fifty, and I was going to say, wait, what? That's crazy. It's worth more, but. We Damn. missed each other. Sorry, that's okay. Sorry. That's that's, that's okay. on me. Nah, nah, nah. I gotta, I gotta lob him a little better. You know. You don't have to forgive me. You don't have to. You know, it, it's all right. We can, we can move on to the I, next segment. I, I, oh. I, 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 we're, we're running kind of long here, but I think it is important to say before we move on that yeah. in terms of the soundtrack of this game. Oh I my god, I get, forgot. Ten out of ten. I, I, Ah, yes, 10 out of 10, but slight wag of the finger for not having Dream Boy slash Dream Girl by Johnny O. bum 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 Yeah, soundtrack's really good. I just wanted to make that Quick note, the the soundtrack is done by a big band, and every single song that is in the game is performed by a a studio band for the song uh, for the soundtrack and I think that's something incredible that Mario Kart was able to do. I have historically left Mario Kart on in the background while working on stuff just to hear that music play. Wow. And, and it is is never a bad situation. Doesn't sound like it. Yeah, it's it's solid stuff. Tip of the hat. Uh, I'd also like to give a tip of the hat to uh, just my community over on uh, twitch.tv slash build fajita i streamed for the first time of 2022 yesterday and i uh, could not have had a more uh, warm and welcome return played a little banjo kazooie and it was really just a nice nice little uh nice little evening we cracked 900 followers it was a just uh an a plus night all across the board and wow. it could not be possible without the the wonderful people who were there last night. So I just want to thank you guys uh, so much. Congrats. Wow, 900. That's crazy. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what wow. You got any tips of the hat, Tone? Mm, just uh, just to the awesome collaboration that is uh, Pokemon and Converse teaming up to create a, a, a nice shoe that, uh, that I happen to buy a pair of and might do an unboxing video. They look fantastic. Uh, I saw a picture on your Instagram. Uh, it was like an Instagram story or something you posted, and it was a beautiful-looking shoe. Yeah, just classic, classic Chucks with a uh, with some Pokemon on the sides. That's the the seventy-dollar pair. Then there's also another pair, a bunch of other pairs, but there was one specifically where you can basically customize your own shoe and uh, and put you know between Gens one and eight, you could pick any of those generations and put each of them on a on a side of the shoe so i chose a canto on one side and hoen for the other side oh that's just... sick <laughs> yeah for mudkip i had to mudkip torchic uh yeah, and you can customize like the the tongues the uh the back stripe just like a, a bunch of different stuff it, it's really really cool and uh those were 90 bucks and shoes are expensive but like that but I don't know. chuck Finally, taylor's uh, are expensive they are pretty expensive for the just a 
pair of classics. Uh, but I, I've been a fan of them for a while, even though I feel like supporting any, like, shoe is bad. And I didn't even notice until, like, I bought them. But Converse is, like, a subsidiary of Nike. So Nike actually owns them. So I guess they just oh. own, like, everything. I didn't realize that. Yeah, me either. I always thought they were just, like, their own popular brand. But no, Nike bought them in, like, 2014, I think, for, like, $300 million or something. And, uh, which is a lot of money. But, yeah, they own that. But I've always been a, a fan of Nikes, too, in terms of shoes. So, uh, it's just nice to be able to, you know, want something on release day that's, you know, very hard to get, which is anything Pokemon related, and also a sneaker, which is very hard to get for all the collectors, so yeah. the fact that I could just go on the website, they came out when they were supposed to come out, even though I'm pretty sure one of them said 9am, then it came out at 10am, but they updated it prior, so that's fine, but uh, yeah, just happy I was able to to go on there, buy them when they came out, no problems with the sizes, the box is sitting right next to me, I haven't opened it yet, the custom pair's coming in a couple months, because those take a little bit of time, but very smooth experience, um, very happy with, uh, with all that so far. So yeah, happy for a good purchase and a nice collaboration. Awesome, dude. I'm, I'm happy for you. Tip of the hat to, uh, both Pokemon and Converse for putting that good, good out and following through. Yeah, not, not definitely. Like I talked way more about something so insignificant next to your really good stream last night. No, no, that I please. was not a part of. It's all good tone. It's all good. No wags of the finger from me to you for that, but Thank I will. You. I am going to wag the finger to uh, COVID, uh, COVID number 19, to be more specific. So, story time. For Christmas, the plan was for me to go home to Connecticut and spend some time with family and then hang out with several of my friends uh, over the course of the week and a half that I was supposed to stay out there. However, the saga starts out with uh, my girlfriend and I both got really sick right before Christmas so we ended up canceling our flight out. We spent Christmas uh, back here, and we got COVID tested. Got, tested was negative. So I started feeling a little better, and I was like, I'm still going to fly home and visit family. I was COVID negative. I'm going to fly out. I get home. Literally the next day, my sister tests positive for COVID, and everybody in my whole house ends up sick. I was supposed to hang out with Tony for New Year's Eve, but uh, I had to back out last minute. And it's so funny because the person that we were supposed to hang out with ended up getting sick like the next day. <laughs> and uh, I was supposed to hang out with my boy Thrillhouse Max. He ended up getting sick with COVID. Uh, I Did he? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. And yeah, I, I ended up, the only person I ended up seeing was Matt who came over and we had a socially distant fire at the house. <laughs> so like... We were outside, we were like eight feet apart, and we just kind of like sat around a fire for like an hour and a half, which which was nice, but the other uh, 11 days that I was in town, I was uh, inside sick playing uh, Madden 18 with my dad. <laughs> and how did that go? I went 11-0. and 0. Normally, my dad is uh, pretty good at Madden and smokes me about 50% of the time, but I, I don't know if it's just I've been playing a lot of games and i see madden differently or something but we were bo we both play on all pro uh so like listen we're not on like all madden or nothing like that but i don't know he like he just hasn't been playing madden i i mean to be fair neither have i but i don't know just 
the ball bounced in my favor a lot more than he's so <laughs> just 11 games in a row 11 games i mean like they were all close games like two or three of the games went into overtime so it's not like anything was like a blowout the, the ball just bounced my way every time wow that's awesome that sounds i always wanted to play madden it, against your dad because i like playing madden but i know i'm not that good at it and i know he'd probably beat me but i still i used to play against my dad and like i want to i just want to play against dads you know story time uh tony and i have a friend craig and i don't know if i've said this on this uh this podcast or not but there was one time last year where i get a text from my uh friend craig saying like hey i'm in town uh where your dad lives uh is it cool if i go and play madden with him this morning and i was like chief you're gonna have to ask him he literally went to my dad's house played against my dad in madden lost and then left like he was only at my house for like a half an hour got schooled in madden by my dad and then drove away (laughs) it is just one of the most incredible things like one of my favorite stories of all time that's so good Oh, man, that was beautiful. Uh, tip of the hat to that experience. Uh, I have one more wag of the finger, by the way. Wag of the finger to snow. I was supposed to fly home on, uh, I believe, like a Thursday or Friday. Uh, but because it snowed in Connecticut, uh, I had to push back my flight by two days. Very unhappy about that because I had to shovel snow for the first time in four years and that snow sucked, dude. <laughs> wow, yeah, you had a nice Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Happy New Year. Tony, any <laughs> wags of the finger? <laughs> no. No, you, uh... Wow, Mr. Life like, is Perfect over here. Not a single <laughs> wag of the finger. I said I don't like their uh, Excite Bike. <laughs> Just Fair kidding. Enough. For this segment specifically, I, I really don't have much. Uh, That's fine. Yeah, COVID sucks, and, and snow and ice are both bad. And uh, I I try to do my part in being as safe as possible with both of those. And I'm sorry that, you know, not everyone has the luxury of, you know, working with minimal people and, and just working with smart people and, and people that are, you know, empathetic and, and are trying to do the right thing. And even some that are trying to do the right thing but still can you know it's a very highly contagious virus and it's just sometimes very little that can be done no matter how right. hard you try and and you can't stop the weather right mother it's gonna shit on us whenever she wants and we gotta we live in in connecticut new england so we gotta we gotta you know you take those shovel snow yeah and i mean i call out of work i won't drive i don't uh, i don't play with that i don't like that at all i'm glad that well to be fair where i live now it, it it snows as well, but I, I've never had to skip work for snow because hospitals are like, we don't close, you jerk. So come take care <laughs> of patients, you nerd. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Tony, what yeah. video what video games have you been playing this week? Uh, a lot of Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. I've just been going back to my, my little living under a rock games, playing Pokemon Go battles. And uh, I actually, I was playing... Uh, I noticed I was playing on Pokemon Showdown. I was playing uh, Generation Eight Doubles Randoms, and uh, which I actually really like. And I just like learning all the different Pokemon that Randoms will bring. 
And uh, I noticed I was getting a little bit better on the ladder, but I was trying not to, like, a little bit, you know, closer to the, you know, being on the leaderboard, the actual ladder, which is, like, the top 500 players. And I was like, oh, if I could get that many points and get on there, that'd be so cool. So I set, like, a little challenge for myself, and then I said, nah, let me not make it a challenge because then I kind of take it too seriously. I just want it to be, like, a fun thing that I do once in a while. Right. But I kept finding myself playing it, and I was like, all right, let me, you know, try to make a push and then I would stop and then a couple days later I just was playing and uh, I just started to, to kind of catch fire and, and win some games and I made the leaderboard top 500 and I was like oh that's so cool and then I was like all right well we got to keep playing right and see what we could do and I ended up just I, I didn't lose two games in a row if I lost one I would bounce back and I ended up just winning enough games to get me to like 28th in the world actually on the leaderboard which was pretty cool that's awesome Thanks. Yeah, so my little, uh, I feel like a checkbox off the, you know, Sword and Shield Gen 8, you know. Yeah. Competitive, you know, and it's randoms, so it's like randoms is a weird format, but it, it there's like something to it where you kind of have to be ready for different things or know when to really go for the throw and, and, I don't know, just know a bunch of different Pokemon and movesets and items and stuff. It's really, it's one of my favorites and I'm happy that I... I you know, got that picture of my name on the leaderboard that high up. I think that's pretty sick. So that's super impressive. Yeah, that's awesome. Dude. Thank you, thank you. Tip How of about the you? Hat. Been playing anything besides Madden 18? Uh, besides Madden 18 with pops, uh, there's a couple of games that I've been playing. There's one game that's taking the world by storm right now, and it is called uh, Wordle. It is a daily word game that you can find on like a it's like a WordPress website where. You have six guesses to uh, guess a five-letter word, and people are going buck wild playing this game. And it, it's a it's a fun as heck little game. Not really a video game, but still, it's in the zeitgeist. We gotta talk about it. Have you played Wordle? <laughs> I've never even heard of it, I'll but have, I'll, I like that. Sounds really up my alley. I'll I'll send you a link to it. It's a uh, it's a fun one. It is a fun one. Thank you. Yeah, I look forward to stuff like that need something to get hooked on something else but there's uh there's two games that i've really been in the cut with uh ever since really since the beginning of the year when i was home all i had with me was my nintendo switch and i wanted a game to kind of play while catfish was on in the background and uh <laughs> my dad was working on uh some far cry so i downloaded a game called loop hero where it is a an 8-bit roguelike deck building auto fighter experience very very cool idea uh i probably have about 20 hours into the game right now you play as uh one of three classes and you're trying to create a uh, loop and figure out why your memory has been kind of lost in this world of darkness and it's a really interesting uh little indie game i think uh, it came out published by uh, devolver digital nice little Nice little weird game if you're into roguelikes and uh, thinkers. That's awesome. They're yeah. always coming through with the, the indie pick of the week. Seriously, I love indie games, man, and I'm always down to try something new. Yeah, I'm glad you do. It makes it, you know, I think I'm very streamlined with most of my stuff, but you always come through with some uh, out of left field picks that I really like. Yeah, and it's not expensive. I think it's like a 15 or $20 game. So you're not breaking oh. the bank, which is nice. Rob me. Rob me, why don't you? <laughs> the other game uh, that I've been playing is Final Fantasy X. Uh, 
never Ooh. never played Final Fantasy X before, and last year I played Final Fantasy VII for the first time. So I downloaded, uh, I think ten and ten two were like on sale as a bundle on uh, my PlayStation. So I was like, all right, screw it. I I like RPGs. Let's let's mess around and find out. So I'm playing through Final Fantasy X now. I'm about 10, 15 hours deep. And uh, it's the voice acting, I will say, has not aged well. I think it's terrible. And <laughs> I think the aesthetics are not great. But the combat is really fun. And it definitely anchors the game. And it's really different than uh, previous Final Fantasy games. And they have this like sphere grid system where you can periodically upgrade your characters that is uh different than a traditional just exp type uh, rpg game so uh, definitely a unique experience that i'm enjoying uh although i think people who claim it to be one of the best uh final fantasy games are out of their mind <laughs> it is it's a fine experience but good lord when people call it final hallway 10 it wow it it is Seriously, straight line into story, straight line into story, straight line into story, throw in a couple of boss battles in the middle, bada bing, bada boom, put a bow on it, call it a day, baby. <laughs> and that's what I've been playing. That sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but uh, I'm pretty sure something about Mario Party was to come up. Something about Mario Party? No, nothing. Uh, have you been playing Mario Party? No, but earlier in the episode, I, I, I said something along the lines of, I still want my rematch, and you're like, oh, oh, we'll get there, we'll get there, and, and oh. I kind of thought that was gonna, you said you had a lot for that, or something. Oh, I, because we were supposed to play Mario Party in person. Uh, this goes back to the uh, the COVID snow cancellation oh, situation. Um, gotcha, so when gotcha, I gotcha, when I flew gotcha. home to Connecticut, I was home for like 14 days, and in my mind, I was like, "All right, it's gonna be me hanging out with Tony, me hanging out with a couple of our other friends. We're gonna play a lot of video games. We're gonna do some Twitch streams. It's gonna be a whole thing." And I was stuck inside my house the whole week when all I wanted to do was play Mario Party with Tony. <sighs> We'll, 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 it'll happen. Our we will rectify our, this. I promise. You know, live podcast, live hangout, and live, uh, you know, Mario it's, Party. It's gonna happen. happen. But we'll have to make do with some some online Mario Party in the meantime, because you know that doesn't matter. Next, then I would like to uh, shout out our uh, fan of the week. This is a new bit that we're gonna add to the end of each episode. At the beginning with Johnny O, that was the iTunes review of the week. This is the fan of the week. Oh, it's so, different? Oh, it's different. Yo, oh, we're, get, shit. we're getting wild here. I want to uh, shout out Hatterpillar, our uh, our friend who is always there on uh, Twitter to, to give a like and a retweet. She's a wonderful artist, and she's a fantastic person. So thank you for, for listening to the show. Uh, much, much appreciated. Yeah, thank you so much. Sorry, Johnny O. You just got booted out real quick. And, hey. uh, we'll still be your dad, but dad's got to do what dad's got to do. That is just not what you want your, to hear from your father. That's really not a good... <laughs> Are we bad dads? Uh, I mean, yeah. But that wasn't the prompt. It was just that we are dads. The quality of dad is, is kind of left open to interpretation. Ladies and gentlemen, can we get a huge round of applause for our new fan of the week? 
Caterpillar. Caterpillar. Yes. Woo. Yes. Dun 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 dun. You we'll just get- hear the song fading out as Johnny O is just like falling into an abyss. He has like nothing left because the show is everything to him. I'm sorry, we gotta, we gotta, hey, he we is- gotta bash people. Hey, Johnny O, he can't be mad. He is our iTunes review of the week, and you gotta, you gotta give credit where credit's due because yes. a five star, a five star review is a five star review. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I mean that's. Uh- all right, yeah, bring this up. Everyone, bring this up. Bum, ba, dum, bum, I was going to start singing like Super Mario and Pokemon and all the games of men doing special plays and made us want to keep playing all night. These are the games of a last brown. <laughs> you can't tell me that, that wasn't was- beautiful. That was that was perfect. Tip of the hat to that. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. Uh, really appreciate it, Tony. Thank you as always for being thank you, bro, the co-host with the co-most. And listen, if you guys want to be the fan of the week, all you have to do is interact with us. It's the the bar is pretty low, bar is pretty low, and you can find us at Games of Our Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can follow Tony at the Poker Rapper on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitch. You can follow myself at Build a Fajita on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Thank you again so much for listening. And we are so excited to jump into 2022 with uh, new recordings for you guys. Tony, take it away! Thanks for listening to the podcast. We had so much fun recording the podcast, and now we are gonna say goodbye on this incredibly awkward note.